Blog Talk Radio. Two different pools. I think there's 
six in each one, possibly. I can't remember. Seven in each one. I know the top four or five in each pool, um, Group A and Group B, are really close right now. And as we go each week, it gets closer and closer. So it's a real fun time, real competitive. So having fun doesn't cost you anything. Just got to follow um, and like them on Facebook, listen to the show so you know when it starts, get the rules, and get your picks in. Um, but anyway, um, had a great show last week, so let's go ahead and get uh, Mario in here real quick, and then we'll uh, talk a little bit more about last week's show, this week's show, what's going on this weekend, what's going on in the sports world, next week's show, all that kind of fun stuff. So without any further delay, Mario, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty good, doing pretty good. How you doing? I'm here. Um, I'm anxiously counting down the, it was days, now I'm about four, about 48 hours away from being in the great state of North Carolina. Um, so I'm getting to the point where I'm counting hours, and pretty soon I'll be counting minutes uh, when I jump in the car and make that trip down south and uh Get to see friends, family, co-host, all that great stuff this weekend. So looking forward to it. I see the weather's going to be great. Um, but before we jump into all that and before we jump into sports, as always, I want to give you an opportunity to, A, let them know where they can find your store um, in the great uh, city of Rayford, North Carolina, two, where they can find you, um, your uh, website, and three, where they can like you, follow you, whatever. Um, and four, we, we, we're we coming up on a raffle, ain't we? Oh, yeah, yeah. We're coming up on a raffle April, April 14th, the second Friday of the month. But you can you can check us out at uh, our physical location is 1318 Highway 401 Business in Rayford, North Carolina. You can check us out on our website at carolinasportsplus.com. And we're also on Instagram and Facebook at Carolina Sports Plus. Looking forward to um, this weekend. Um, I'll be hopping in the car after I get off work on Friday. It'll put me in late Friday night. Um, okay. Sun's already reserved. Us going fishing on Saturday. Um, oh, I'm not a big fisher. I'm not a big fan of the fishing. I will go. I've done it in the past. Um, there's two things I like. Yeah, I'm not a big fan yeah, of go to. fishing yeah. and hunting. Um, one, uh-huh. I don't want to stand next to water with a pole in a line in hopes that a fish decides that today's the day he's going to eat my worm. Just like I have no desire climbing up in a tree and in hopes that a deer crosses my path. Uh, one, and you know me, you've, you've had an opportunity to be in stores that I have run. I'm a very talkative, vocal person. There's a reason why I do sports talk radio. Um, So so the thought of having to be quiet, especially hunting, just has no interest in me at all. Um, Sunday, of course, is Easter, so I'm not going to bother anybody on Easter. Monday, I think we're going to probably head to Carolina Beach, more so Fort Fisher Aquarium. Um, I need to figure out what you're doing on Tuesday. It's probably going to be the best opportunity for me to get to the Rayford Way. Um, And then, of course, Wednesday, I head back. But we'll get into more details if I need to shift things around. If you're busy on Tuesday, just let me know. And uh, I definitely want to go and check out the store. Definitely want an opportunity to sit and talk. 
game plan on the Wednesday show. I will be listening to sports all the way back on Wednesday. I will be back in the Carolina Sports uh, Plus studio in time to do show Wednesday night. So it'll be an eight-hour drive or so back and in the studio. So we're definitely be on again for next week. Um, okay. But looking forward to looking forward to this weekend. Yeah, looking forward to seeing. You uh, yeah, it's been a while. It's been a good minute. Yeah, um, I think we talked about catching up once before, and I think it just didn't um, pan out. Most of the times when I come back, though, it's usually I come in like on a Friday or Saturday, spend the night at the Ooh. daughter's house, and then roll back out the next day and head back to North Carolina. Um, this is our first, really the first time that I'm staying multiple days in North Carolina, so um gives me an opportunity to kind of do some things. Um, last week, the uh, 110 Nation Sports Show was the number one show on the uh, 110 Nation Sports Radio Network. Uh, so I want to thank everybody that's tuned in um, and is catching the show. And make sure that you guys spread the word, catch uh, on a, whatever platform. Um, I'm able to pull certain numbers on certain sites. And um, I don't know if I'm getting all the numbers from all, all the different platforms, but at the end of the day, that's really not the important thing to be able to see. Um, the different numbers, I just want everybody to help us continue to grow and spread. Um, at some point, you know, we would like to sp- uh, expand shows or even expand doing another show or expand this show longer um, or bring other shows on. So uh, um, continue to help spread the word and uh, help us continue growing. As a matter of fact, April 15th, right around the corner, will actually be the 12 years of the 110 Nation, the whole existence. We started back April 11, um, 2011. I'm sorry, April 15, 2011. Um, so right around, uh, right, right around the corner from turning another year old here. Um, so it's kind of remarkable. Um, for those that don't know the backstory, those that are new to the network, I had no idea what a podcast was. I had no idea what a, a blog was. Um, eventually, as we own the website, the blog, uh, the 110NationSports.com um, address as well, eventually we will have a blog site back up and running as well and have writers. Um, I went ahead and locked the, uh, the domain up for 10 more years, so we're good with that. Um, it just kind of spread us thin when we're trying to do articles and blogs anyway and doing shows and life and everything else so we decided about a year ago that we were just going to focus on the podcast side and grow that way and then eventually roll back into having the blog um but actually when i signed up for it i had no idea what i was even signing up for uh, i was in between jobs at that point in time said something about making money um there's been a few moments in the 12 years that I've had made a little chump change, I will not go into the details of how much money this whole adventure over 12 years has actually cost me. I have so far in the red on this, but it's not about the, yeah. it's not about the money. Yeah. Um, it, it's about the, uh, it's about the, the time we get to uh, sit here and talk sports and let the world just kind of go on and do his thing. And, you know, we, we ain't got to worry about what's what Joe Biden's doing and how many, indictments Donald Trump's got going on and uh, what uh, China's doing and what's Russia doing. We ain't got to worry about that. We got, we got an hour of just sports stuff. Um, as a matter of fact, I had to ask people what a podcast was, and I can remember my first podcast. Um, I didn't want anybody to hear me, so I'm locked in a little room. I only scheduled the show for 15 minutes. Didn't even know if I could talk for 15 minutes. Um, and I'm very quiet. And then 
not even a month later, I'm doing three, three hour shows, five days a week. And then on two other people's shows, um, and, and, and essentially spending about four or five, and I would talk after the show and everything else. I was spending four or five hours a night, seven days a week on podcasts. It was crazy. Um, come a long way, learned a lot. Um, and, and so I'm glad that we're here. I'm glad we're getting to do this. And uh, make sure you guys continue to help us grow. Last week was probably one of my all-time favorite shows. I I like how the, the show went, the flow went, and everything. So hopefully this week we'll, we'll repeat. I can promise you one thing. This week we will repeat as being the number one show on the sports, uh, one Nation Sports Radio Network. That's because guys had something up, come up last night and were unable to do the show. And the Thursday show was not returned yet. So we're the only show this week. So okay. by default, that makes us the number one show this week um, on the yeah. network. So. <laughs> Um, if you're listening out there, and I know we have a lot of new listeners um, that have joined in. I can see it by the numbers. Um, I, I know that people were commenting and, and um, sending you messages and stuff last week. If you're out there and you have a podcast and you want to go ahead and syndicate it on our network to help grow your show on our network and get it on iHeartRadio and Spotify and iTunes and Spreaker and all these different platforms we are on, or maybe you don't have a platform yet and you, you want to join a platform, do your show on our platform, all you got to do is hit me up, MrCJSports at gmail.com. Um, just put a subject line, um, show on 110 Nation or whatever, something to that line so it catches my attention um, because you have no idea how many emails I get more so to do with crypto and stock stuff. Um, that's my other passion in life, and I spend the other half of my day doing. And then I, I got I got some time in there between two jobs um, that uh, I listen to crypto and stock shows all day long. Then we got to fit the sports in there. Um, but if you're interested in joining, um, just like I said, hit me at mrcjsports at gmail dot com. Just make sure you put something in the subject line to that matter, so it draw, gets my attention, um, so I don't overlook your email. Uh, but anyway. Um, Interesting things this week, um, sport-wise. Um, one of the headlines the last couple of days, it was thrown out there one day that it looks like Bill Belichick has uh, spent some time in this off-season shopping Matt Jones. Then it was kind of some retractment the next day, and maybe it was rumors. Um, I... I'm not high on Mac Jones as a quarterback. I, I'm not going to say he's the worst quarterback out there. I, I could probably name a handful of other quarterbacks that I would pick Mac Jones over at this point. I'm not going to say that he's a horrible quarterback. Um, little rough on the edges. Um, we, we saw some immaturity and – some unsettling things this last weekend, and like it was noted, to his defense, you know, it would suck to be a quarterback and go to a system that you watch Tom Brady be so dominant in, and um, you, you see them add different pieces to help make that possible, then you come in here, and now you've got a defensive-minded yeah. offensive coordinator. And so I can see where the frustration could come yeah. from. I agree. I yeah. agree. Because <laughs> his, um, his rookie year, he was baller. 
Yeah. His, his rookie year, he was balling. But you just and, give and me then a, you bring a, what a was it, Patricia coach. back in and yeah, 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 you give me a defensive coach and a uh, my my offensive uh, play caller or our quarterback coach is a is a special teams coach. I mean, come on now, that that ain't even gonna work. Yeah. He never he never threw no. the ball before, but you want me to listen to him and tell. And he, come on, that ain't even gonna work. That ain't even gonna work. So. So as far as that, I don't, I don't blame. In Detroit. <laughs> yeah, I don't um, blame. I don't blame uh, Matt Jones or something like that. No, I don't. But at the same time, though, there's especially being the leader of a team. Just uh, like it or not, as quarterback, you're the leader of the team. You yeah. are looked up to and depended on by the other 52 guys on your team. That regardless if you like the situation or not, you still got to act professional and, and hold yourself in a certain manner. Um, you know, there, there could be conversations held behind closed doors and concerns and show your frustration. But the field in front of the guys, all those other things, as the leader, I, I don't feel yeah, I, I, is necessarily I the right that. way or the right time. I understand that. Uh, but if you yeah. give me a yeah, I understand that. I understand. And so my my first question is mm. the rumors kind of strew up. Um, in your opinion, is there available quarterback at this point in time that is there available quarterback that if you're shopping Mac Jones is there anybody in the free agency that you could see that would be worth you shopping out someone that's been in your system for two years mm-hmm. that would make a lot of sense that that would make a lot of sense for you to get rid of Mac Jones and bring in? Like I, I can't think of one quarterback no. that is no. free agent wise. And, and then when you talk no, about the draft, just, there's only really two quarterbacks in the draft you're talking about. There's nobody else in the draft quarterback-wise is really on anybody's radar. You, you got Bryce Young yeah. and you got C.J. Stroud. Then there's a bunch of other people that nobody really – after that, it falls off dramatically. Yeah. And I can't see you shopping out Mac Jones unless you plan on getting – the first or second pick, because I, I think by the top four, they, they're counting on them two to be gone. You're, you're, you're talking mm. Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud to be gone quick, fast, in a hurry. So either you're willing to shop out Mac Jones, get you some draft picks, and get the top spots, or you're going to be stuck with one of these other quarterbacks that nobody else is shopping um, that, that is looking at. So does it even make sense? At this point in time, no. And, and I know there's gonna be listeners out there, but like, and I'm a, like I said, I'm a big fan of first uh, first things first. And Wild is a big Patriots fan, and he is an advocate to bring in Lamar Jackson in. Um, and, and this taking my personal opinion away from it because I'm just not a Lamar Jackson fan. I, I just don't think he has a consistently accurate arm. He depends too much on his leg. I don't like quarterbacks that depend on their legs more than their arm, and that's why none of them win championships, and that's why they always get hurt. Um, Kaepernick's, Cam Newton's, Michael Vick's. Um, it, uh, I, I think the most accurate one out of all of them was Randall Cunningham. Still didn't win a championship. Um but taking my personal opinion away from that, 
if you see Lamar Jackson frustrated with the situation in Baltimore, not even counting the pay, but, but talking about not having the pieces that he needs, and you kind of had everything, you had a pretty good life in Baltimore, and we know most teams are more willing to throw money out there versus the Patriots. Patriots and Robert Kraft are not one of those teams that, you know, are going to let you strong arm them in money. It's pretty much this is what you're going to get working for us um, or playing for us, or you can go somewhere else kind of mentality, kind of the same way for the most part with the Steelers. Um, you, you go play to the Steelers. As much as I hate the Steelers, you go play for the Steelers for the name and the opportunity to know if you're there long enough, you're probably going to end up in a Super Bowl. You may not be the highest paid at your position or the highest paid player in the league, but you're going to get paid a fair amount, and you're probably going to see Super Bowl in your career if you're there probably five to seven years. Um, that's just the way it is in the Steelers. Um, but on top of that, let's go back to the issue that Mac Jones had last year. I can't see Lamar Jackson accelerating or uh, um, ex- um, what word am I looking for? basically having a good season in a system that has a defensive, essentially a defensive coordinator as the offensive coordinator, and it be a good thing. Um, yeah, they, they if changed you have, it up now, though, in Patriots. They got, oh, okay, uh, they? They got, o, they got O'Brien from uh, Alabama. So oh, that's right. That kind of helps out, that kind of helps out uh, Jones a little bit, but I don't, I don't, I don't see the Patriots. I don't see the Patriots moving on from Jones right now in a rookie contract. You know that ain't nothing but just little differences that can be worked out. You know what I mean? All that can be worked out within the organization. It's not like he's doing stuff that's real. You know what I mean? Real bad or real. You know that 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 little stuff can be worked out. To me, I just don't see. And also, I just don't see their system fitting. We we saw a small and out. Granted, it was the back end of Cam Newton's career, but we got a small sample size of what what I call a hybrid quarterback, one that runs more and it passes. But you, mm. I, I just call it a hybrid quarterback. You're you're getting a lot of running. You're getting excitement, but you're not getting the traditional pocket passer. Your Tom Brady's, um, your your Peyton Manning's, your Drew Brees's. Um, you're Aaron Rodgers kind of quarterback. Um, but we got a small sample size, and it just d- never felt that Cam Newton fit in that system. Um, and uh-huh. I just can't see you, – you're asking a lot of Bill Belichick and the whole system to change completely for a quarterback. And I, I just – I don't think that's Bill Belichick. I don't think it's that system. Um, and so I, I just don't see that being a fit. I, I – if it's me, I, I'm I'm trying to figure out life with Mac Jones. Um, yeah. Like I said, he came in, he took over a, a team that was more of the defense that carried him to the playoffs in his rookie year. I'm not going to say that he had no no input on that, but it wasn't like he just rocked our world and was heads over heels this phenomenal quarterback. He was above average. Rookie quarterback. He he was a good quarterback, not a great quarterback, a good a great rookie quarterback, not someone that just wowed us. But he he did what he needed to do for them to be able to make the playoffs. Um, last year mm. we did the, the frustrations. The defense wasn't as good, and, and we got what we got. I I think 
third season, you, you kind of work on fine-tuning his skill set. You, you put a solid offense around him. You, you, you improve your defense. I think you, you talk about potential playoffs again. Um, I, I think it might be a wild-card situation. The first, depending on if Aaron Rodgers goes to the Jets, um, is Tua going to be playing for the Dolphins? Um, and who am I drawing a blank on left in that uh, East? Uh, Patriots, Jets, Dolphins. Why am I drawing a blank? Who's the Bill. 14th? Bill. Yes. And, of course, the Bills are going to be running for playoffs. I, I don't think that the Patriots are going to come out and win the division, but I think you could find a wild card opportunity if you put the pieces around them, um, around Mac Jones, and you, you work on better game planning, better play calling, better offensive-minded situation for Mac Jones. Um, I, I think I agree with you. I, I, I think they shouldn't move on. I, I think that they can repair this. I think that mm-hmm. um, if, if, if the Patriots could do what they have done very well in the past and draft well when this draft comes around, get a couple key pieces in free agency, I, I think you can put yourself in an opportunity to at least get into the wild card situation. And then let the cards fall. We, we've watched the two years that the Giants won the Super Bowl. We're nine and seven wild card teams that found themselves winning the Super Bowl. Um, so it's not like you can't roll into this and just make the playoffs and, and not be hot at the right time. Um, it, it just takes you better game planning, working on your core. What word am I looking for here? I'm wanting to say this. As long as you're focusing and keying on his strengths and covering up his weaknesses. In other words, um, use his, his strengths to your advantage and then add the pieces where his weakness doesn't show. That you, you, can, you can mask that with other talent players. And, and you know, if it's if it's the deep ball, then get you some slot receivers. They get you some good tight ends. And don't make him throw deep balls. If it's um, you know calling the the the, the play calling and the audibles, then have an off. You know, make sure the offensive coordinator game plans that give him what he needs to already have game plans, so he doesn't have to show the weakness and misread the defenses in those kind of situations. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of that, the NFL, it's been kind of quiet. I think we're all getting ready for the the, the, the draft coming up here. I think this is yeah. going to be an interesting draft. I'm very excited to see who gets what and where uh, where everybody gets drafted to, uh, so we're we're definitely going to be talking about that uh, um, that, that following that following Wednesday after the draft, especially um, our teams, the Browns and the Panthers, and who we get drafted, the top ten. Um, so definitely looking forward um, forward to that. Speaking of football, um, as the XFL, and I'm not going to say it's any fault to Dwayne The Rock Johnson or the new mm-hmm. ownership, but 
Has the XFL kind of lost its star, his, its shine? Like, we watched it come out in beginning of 2020. And mm-hmm. um, I, I know there was some controversy in the NFL, and that was part of what drew fans to the XFL. But once you started watching the XFL, you got sucked into it. Now, there, there was some things different, like if there was any instant replays, you got to hear in on the instant replay. You got to hear the game, the, 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 uh, the coaches calling plays. There was different aspects, different features about the XFL that was different, and it drew people in. And you got to see some of the players that either got cut um, or, or was trying to make a name for themselves and maybe hadn't got drafted and they were using this as an opportunity to kind of showcase themselves. And we got to see some players really shine and some of the players make it into the NFL because of this. Then, of course, COVID-19 happened. And Mm -hmm. if there was one company out there that really took a hit, it was the XFL. When everything got shut down, that killed the XFL. You figured that we were three years removed from that first four or five games of that season to now when they got to play again, and there's not the momentum. There's not the the all eyes on the XFL like it was when they had shut down because of COVID. Uh, it just seems like they have not found their footing, their their place in the football world. Granted, some of the rules change. Um, we, we no longer do we uh, hear them talk to with the refs, um, officials when the replays are going on. Um, the few games I caught, I remember hearing them game calling and everything else like you could before. Um, there is some rules that I do like. I, I like the outside, the the having a chance to go for fourth of fifteen versus an outside kick. Um, I, I like the, the extra points um, that you can get the one, uh, the one, two, or three, or I forget what the points were, two, three, and five, or something like that. Um, I, I like some of the uh, the variations they've brought, uh, but it's not picked up the same. And what went from that first season, if you turned on, and even the first week this year, if you turned on any sports show, you had highlights. You you were listening to. Colin Cowherd, uh, first things first, speak. They would talk about the XFL. I, since week one, I've not heard any show, um, any highlights, anything about the XFL. Um, has it has it lost its its shine there, Mario? What really to me, I'm not I'm not a really big XL fan to be honest with you. So I, I've never been into it. So. <laughs> It really hasn't been a big issue for me. You know gotcha. what I mean? But so kinda it's kinda it's kinda iffy with me just because like I say, I don't watch it. I'm an NFL yeah. guy. You know, yeah, I pick I like I like NFL pro sports and then a little bit of college, but I like I like them I like I like them sports where you get paid for where that's your job. XSL, you know what I mean, it's just it's a it's a knockoff in the field. No, you know what I mean. I don't really got time for it. So I think you have no no desire for the USFL then either. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. <laughs> During this time right here, 
I'd rather, I'd rather, I'd rather watch a movie. You know what I mean? <laughs> See, I, I'm, I'm a little bit different. Um, okay. Oh, I, I am, but I'm not. Uh, I am, but I'm not. I, yeah. especially when I got the time, when when I'm able to not have to dash all the time and, and have just free time, I will watch sports. It don't matter if it's bowling. It don't matter if it's the XFL. Mm. I've watched the USFL. Yeah. I've watched the NFL. Yeah. Um, I will watch. The only sports I do not watch is golf. I have no desire. The guys that work oh, yeah, and I, I talked the other day, I, yeah, the, uh, this summer, this summer we're talking mm-hmm. about going golf, and I've never got to go golfing. It's something I've heard is fun. I want to go do. I want to give it mm-hmm. a try. Um, yeah. And soccer. When the, when the women's soccer mm-hmm. was good, I loved watching the women's soccer. Now that it's gotten all political and they've not been so hot, I've not watched them. I've not watched the guys' soccer. Soccer doesn't really enthuse me. I just yeah. like watching the women's soccer. They were good, and I supported that. Um, okay. Anything else? If if I got the free time and, and the wife, when you know, she was sitting there talking, it was not even about a month ago, she mm. goes, you know, I thought I liked sports. You take it to a whole different level. Um, yeah. when, when I have the free time and I'm not door dashing, it is sports talk shows all day long. Um, mm-hmm. mixture of that and, and stock shows all day long. And it's whatever sports I can watch. Um, it, yeah. it don't matter if it's NASCAR, NHRA, you name it, I'll sit here and watch it. Um, I'm a very, I'm a very sports oriented person. I can remember yeah. in the neighborhood, we would, this is how competitive we were growing up. Um, if anybody washed a car or ran their water for any amount, of, for whatever purpose, and the water ran down to the middle of the road in our neighborhood, it would run down to the storm drain. And so we Ooh. would literally take pieces of grass and get to the farthest back point we did before the storm drain or the sewer cover in the middle of the road. And we would literally race pieces of grass in the water. Or if we had the slightest hill in our driveway, we would be out there with matchbox cars and let them go down the driveway and see who can win and actually have a whole point system and everything else. Um, when we played basketball, we had a basketball hoop. We lived in the cul-de-sac. We, we took stats. We were, had our own stats. Yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, this is how, this is how competitive we were. Um, and for those that are old school, you'll know what I'm talking about. RBI Baseball 3. Um, that was a big deal my probably elementary to mid-school years in, on the old Nintendo Entertainment System. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it didn't keep stats. It was, back, it was back in the day when you had the Oakland Athletics were one of the best teams on there with your Dennis Eckersley, mm-hmm. your Bob Welch, mm-hmm. your Ricky Henderson, Dave Henderson, Mark McGuire, Jose Canseco, um, Walt Weiss, um, you name it. I, and I was a big Oakland Athletic fan at first. Um, yeah. It didn't keep stats, though. It had stats on there from what they did the previous season, but it didn't keep stats. So we literally would keep our own stats. We would sit there and compete against each other or play games, and the other person would be sitting there writing the stats down, the, the third person that was not playing. Um, that, that's, that's how serious we took sports around my way. Uh, yeah. So we when I get to free time. I'm, I'm, I'm the, hey, yeah. And I'm like you, I, I, you know, that it's, it's hard to replace the NFL. 
Um, mm-hmm. It's hard to replace the talent level. There is times that, yes, things get aggravating. There, there's times yeah. when you have the controversial calls or the rules change or yeah, yeah. politics get involved or whatever the case may be, and you're just like, you know what, I don't know about the NFL no more. Um, but then you sit there and watch other products. And, and I think the biggest thing attracted to me about the XFL was the, the variations, the different rules. I wanted to see because I, I always feel the product can always get better. It, it don't matter mm-hmm. if it's the NBA, the NFL, Major League Baseball, whatever it be. It can always – the, the sport can – this particular sport can always evolve and get better. And to see the different things that the XFL brought, the, the I'm going to say second time, the first time was a flop back when Vince McMahon brought it out way back in, I want to say, early 2000s. Um, we're not going to count that time. So the, the, that, the, the 2020 version and then the 2020, this version, there's things on there that I like, things that I think mm-hmm. that the NFL could, uh, could adopt and improve their sport. Um, I think that's the biggest thing, and I think the first few weeks I'll catch the USFL. Because um, after that, when you start talking about the talent level, it does fall off. I mean, there are some players that didn't make it on an NFL team that either by getting cut, not getting drafted, whatever the case may be, that, yes, probably maybe won't start. Maybe it would be a, a, a tough fight to be a backup role, but probably could make an NFL team, probably should be on an NFL team. Now, I also got to take into consideration – because just because they look good playing an XFL game, you're also playing against a bunch of lesser talent versus the NFL. So just because you look good or excel on an XFL field doesn't necessarily mean you are NFL quality because that's just like Alabama or Ohio State better um, goes to play Toledo or Alabama plays um, – I'll use one your way, Fayetteville State University. Just because Ohio, Alabama beats the crap out of them doesn't necessarily mean they're NFL quality players. They just beat a lesser product. Um, so mm-hmm. I got to take that into consideration. Um, but what the XFL brings in, the uh, USFL brings when it comes to the variations, the different rules, different ideas, thinking outside of the box, that's at this point what kind of draws me to those two just to get an idea of what other ideas, what other ways could the NFL may or what what other ways could the uh, the USFL and XFL help make the NFL better? Yeah, that's how I kind of that's how that's how I kind of started. You know, they came up with the good rules and the good changes and the good audio. You know to keep them to keep them interested, but once that faded away and the product on the field came, it just got trashed. You know, it just been it's yeah. hard to watch when you're used to watching. You know, compared to NFL or good good college football, you know, it's just hard to watch. But I'm more I like I like football, I like basketball, but I do you know I do the baseball thing before I watch XFL. You know what I mean? So. It's, it's kind of not my territory to be talking about. 
Um, talk about baseball real quick before we jump into yep. the yep. NBA. Um, I just had to look up. Lakers are on the uh, on Colin Carhurt is where he's at. We got Kyrie talking to talk about that. But um, um, baseball, our high A high high A baseball team is I think it's equivalent to your guys' favorite Woodpeckers. Um, mm-hmm. kick yep. off their yep. season, I want to say this week, maybe next week. Uh, my first game is next Thursday night, so looking forward to that. Or, no, actually, yep. next Friday night, uh, our first tickets for next Thursday. But I have all Friday and Saturday games this year. Um, so looking forward to that. For those that don't know, the Dayton Dragons is the high A um, affiliate of the Cincinnati Reds. Um, they've been around since early 2000. I think they've been there for 15 years at this point, maybe a little bit longer. So to watch 15 years stick out, phenomenal stadium. Um, we've had an opportunity. Bodo was there last year when he came off his injury. Um, we've had a couple other Reds players um, come off injury and uh, play. Got an opportunity to see them. I'm not a Reds fan. I was a Cleveland fan before we changed names, and so I, I'm not going to get all of that. Um, but for $15, basically $15 a seat right on the field and a five, ten minute drive, I can't beat it. Um, we got 11 games coming up. Uh, we split half a season three ways. So each of us get 11 games. I think next year we're going to cut one of the people out. And so we'll have about 16 games each. The, I, the end game is once I am able to walk away from work and just do stock and, uh, sports talk radio and the whole 110 stuff that uh, I will be a season holder and just go to all the games. I, I love being at the baseball field. And it's funny because it's one of those things where there's a lot of people that how I feel about baseball is the same way a lot of people feel about NASCAR. They can go to a NASCAR race, but they're not going to sit there and watch cars go in a circle for four hours. I'm kind of the same way with baseball. I'll go to a baseball game all day long, but I'm not going to sit there and watch a baseball game for four hours and in hopes that somebody hits the ball. And in the, the day, it's kind of no different. They're just running a, in a diamond-shaped circle, but they just run in a circle is all they're doing. Um, not taking anything away from baseball because I love baseball. I played baseball. Um, but looking forward to uh, – uh, baseball coming um, next week for us here um, with the Dayton Dragons. Um, one, Lakers have secured themselves into the play-in, play-in game at this point. I think if they win two of the next three, they can actually slide to the sixth spot and just be in the playoffs. Um, it looks Big like the Lakers now they're – yeah, they're back-to-back. Back. There's a lot of talk – yeah, well, there's a lot of talk whether or not the, uh, either one of them are going to play tonight with back-to-back games and last night's game being an overtime game. Um, so they might end up not playing and taking the L. They do have the Phoenix Suns coming up. Um, I do. I did place a $10 bet on the Phoenix Suns taking it all right when KD joined them. Um, just throwing it on the sports bet book thing just for fun. I can win 60 bucks. Yeah. I, I don't count on them actually went in, but I figured I would, I would throw one on to see what happened. Um, but uh, the Lakers seem to have found themselves getting hot, coming together um, at the right time, the end of the season. Now, do we think that they can stay healthy and can they roll through the playoffs? And what I mean by, 
you're talking four rounds. You can play as as little as 16 games and win it, or you can play as many as 24 games um, to win it. Um, can they stay healthy? And to me, they can't let these series draw out. Draw out. They have to complete these series, especially until you get to the finals. They need them to be done four or five games to be done. They 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 need to be able to sweep go win Series 4 to warm so that then they can rest, especially LeBron, um, and really minimize the chances of AD hurt, re-hurting himself um, as much as possible in order to have a chance of winning this championship. Um, do, you think they can, do you think they can accomplish this? Uh, I, I, yeah, I do. I do. They have uh... – you know, I'm not I'm not a big LeBron James fan. He's good, but I think that if they get in there, they're very dangerous. I I, I wouldn't want them playing. And they can beat anybody. You know, I saw, they can beat. I saw yeah, a They stat. can beat anybody. Oh yeah, I saw a stat today. It's something like I want to say since year 16. So since he joined the uh, Lakers, he has something like 34 or 36 triple doubles. While in that same time frame, the rest of the NBA combined total only has 20. That is, first of all, crazy yeah. to sit there and think. Yeah. It's also crazy. I think he's had three triple doubles since the age of 38, and I think there's only two total that have yeah. had since they were 30, 38 or something like that. It was crazy, crazy numbers. Um, one. I agree with what I saw earlier. It does kind of solidify or at least make us rethink what we can, what athletes can do at the age that LeBron's at. You're, you're oh, talking yeah. about winning yeah. a, a title of 38. Yeah. That's, that's mm-hmm. um, two. Um, I think this, I think this increases the, the market for AD. Um, I don't think it changes his injury issue, and, and that's always going to be a sore spot for anybody, to include the Lakers, if they re-sign him when that time's up. Um, but I think this helps. Now you're talking, what, two championships in three years, four years, whatever it is. Um, yeah. So it would be four years because you had Milwaukee and Golden State both win in between the last time they won. Um, but that's that's two championships in a four years. So now your stock value goes up. Um, so that, that changes some things for both of these players. Um, it's going to be interesting. Uh, like I said, I, I feel that if AD can stay healthy and the Lakers can roll through the competition, like I said, right, right, literally, you, you're going to have to sweep, if at worst, five games and be done so they can get, they can get their rest, um, and especially the bronze age, AD's injuries, and just the possibilities anybody else getting hurt, I think you, the, the Lakers have probably the best chance of winning it. Um, it. It's hard to bet against a LeBron James team, and I'm not a LeBron James fan. I'm a Cleveland fan, so when he was with mm-hmm. Cleveland, yes, I cheered on LeBron James. But I, I'm one of those that I am LeBron, or the team that I cheer for, I'm a fan of. Now, it might be yeah. hard one day if Nick, Nick Chubb leaves and goes somewhere else, if he ever does. Because I'm a big Nick Chubb fan, and it's hard for me knowing he's an SEC former player. And as much as I hate the SEC, 
Um, but I love some Nick Chubb. Um, and so I hope he always stays around. Anybody else has left the Browns, I'm no longer a fan of them. I am a Cleveland Browns fan. I have loyalty to my team, not so much loyalty to a player. Um, so, and not everybody's like that. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I'm not against that. That's just how I am. Um, I, I am particular to my team, except for racing. I have a driver. I don't have a team. I'm a team Hendrick. I'm a team, um, Fenway, which is now Brad, Brad Kislowski and Fenway together. I'm not a Joe Gibbs. I am a Kyle Busch fan. Uh, before that, I was a Danica Patrick fan. Before that, I was a Jimmy Johnson fan. Before that, I was a uh, Jeff Gordon fan. Before that, I was a Bill Elliott fan. And they are all on different teams at different times. Um, when it comes to the other sports, I am loyal to my team. I'm a Cavalier fan. I'm a Browns fan. Um, I'm a Buckeye fan. Um, so the only one I don't have that loyalty really to is the Dane Dragons, and that's because – they're just there until they go on to their next – well, I'm, I'm a Dane Dragons fan. I guess I do have the same loyalty. I, I can never have an actual player when it comes to the Dane Dragons because that's just a, a farm system. So players are hardly – most of the, the ones that are good don't even make it a season. So I, I can't tell how many players they shipped up in last season alone. Um, so um, Kyrie Irving, um, it looks like the Dallas Mavericks are – Willing to sign him for another year when this this year ends. Um, I don't know if anybody else. If you was a team owner mm-hmm. and you had the opportunities, Kyrie Irving's contracts up. You don't have a point guard. Would you pursue that opportunity to have Kyrie Irving on your team? Uh, it has to be the right situation, but I wouldn't go after him, honestly. I wouldn't say he's a troublemaker. You know what I mean? I'm not, you know, everybody got their own beliefs. Everybody going to bring their own style. Everybody's going to have their own situation. But would I want to go after Kyrie? It has to be the right fit. You know what I mean? Like the Lakers situation, that would have been different. I can agree with that. You know, they can they they'll be able to work that out. But I think the only way they work that out is LeBron works that out. I yeah. think LeBron yeah, would have to be the, the head of that. Yeah, I mean, and I agree. I I completely agree. I think I don't think Kyrie realized yeah how he, good he had it being Robin to Batman in the Cleveland situation. Um, you know, because he didn't have, they didn't implode that whole situation. There probably could have been a championship or two. Um, yeah. But he he wanted to go be Batman somewhere else, and it's been baggage everywhere everywhere else he went in Boston, in Brooklyn, um, and things are not clicking in Dallas. I'm not going to say that it's necessarily his fault, and there's a lot of baggage that has come out since being there, but I, I don't think everybody's happy, and I think that there's things that once he leaves, I think thing, more things will come out. Um, yeah. With the dissatisfaction and gotta, stuff. I don't, think, I, I don't think at the time he realized how good he had it in Cleveland yeah. and how good life could have been if he would have stayed there. Mm-hmm. But I agree with you. I don't know if I – 
as a as a head coach, general manager, team, or whatever the situation is of a team, if I'm looking at Kyrie Irving, the only way it's happening is you're on a basically a veteran's minimum, and I'm desperate, and nobody else takes you, and you're desperate. Because um, essentially at that point in time, you're going to have to prove yourself to everybody in order to, to up that contract. And at that point, I don't even know if I'm still taking that chance. I, I, I might have to make shift something else. I don't know if I want to have that pack, that that that, that baggage that comes with the whole Kyrie Irving, and, and some of it I don't necessarily disagree with, like the the whole vaccination thing and his beliefs on it. I'm fine with that. Um, yes, it, it kind of screwed people, but at the same time. I don't know, honestly, if I, I I got my vaccination shots. And honestly, if it wouldn't have been for the fact that I had to have them to travel to Cancun on a trip I got from work in 2020 or 2021, whenever I went, 2021, I don't know if I would ever got them. I, I, there, there's so many things up in the air, and it was rushed together or whatever. However you feel about it, it is what it is. Um, I don't know if I would ever want them. I don't get the flu shots. I hardly get any other shots. Um, I get a, my blood taken, and I might have got one shot or something recently at the VA. I don't, I don't even remember. It's not one of those things that I do on a regular basis anyway. Um, it's not all just because it was a COVID shot. I just don't do the flu and all that stuff. I fortunately stay pretty healthy. So mm-hmm. I can understand that part of it and his beliefs on that and not want to have some basically all of us being test test rats on something they threw together real quick um, because there was this pandemic. <coughs> and different states and different cities and different political jurisdictions and rules and guidelines you 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 could not go to church but you can have a political assembly like it just didn't make sense of all that stuff so i can understand that part of it um but a lot of the other stuff in the um Jewish anti-Semitic whatever that was. I never got into that. I didn't even look into it. Um, I, I didn't get drawn into all that stuff that he had to take down, lost his contract, shoe contract or whatever with and all that. Um, I don't want the, all the rest of that baggage. I, I don't want when Kyrie got, is on the court and on point, he is on point and one of the best point guards out there, or at least was early in his career. But everything else that comes with it, now with the age and everything else, I just don't know. Like I said, it would probably have to be a a veteran's minimum. I'm in a desperate situation, and even being in a desperate situation, I'm still paying you a minimum situation. Oh, yeah, you definitely ain't going to get paid minimum. I got got a comment. I got a comment from somebody that was listening, that somebody is listening. He said, uh, he wants the Lakers, Lakers and Suns. He thinks the Lakers and Suns conference finals pick. And uh, he likes what Austin Reed can do because he's a smart player. He also said the XFL sucks. So, <laughs> yeah, that's just that's just from a, a listener that uh, commented, on, commented on our podcast tonight. I do appreciate you uh, sending in your comments. Make sure you guys out there listening. And uh, you got comments for us. Make sure you hit us up. Uh, 
um, on our, our Facebook, um, personal pages, however you catch the show, know, know us from the show. Um, if it's on Mario's page, my page, um, the 110 page, however you catch the show, uh, make sure that you guys um, – you guys check that out and leave comments and uh, let us know you're listening and uh, give us your input. Uh, I'm always curious. I'm not going to say the XFL doesn't suck. Um, like I said, it, it, mm-hmm. it, is a, it, it is a lesser product. It, it just draws me in because, I, I, like I said, I, I like the different things they try and what can be used to help the uh, NFL. Um, I, I like the whole kickoff thing. I like the fact that they got they kick it. The two teams are only five yards apart. Nobody can run till the the uh, returner touches the ball. Then everybody's allowed to move. That way, it promotes more. I think there was something like ninety percent of the kick kickoffs in the week one were a return, and there's not this hard collision and helps prevent injuries. I like that. It's a great idea to me. I, I think the the NFL should try something like that where it, it promotes more kickoffs because they get tired just watching the kicker kick into the end zone. Back them back up, um, put both teams five yards apart so there's not such a hard collision, and nobody move until he, he catches the ball. Um, that, that, that brings that return excitement. I miss the days of watching, and personally, being a Browns fan, two returners that stick out to me I love watching. Old school, way back, you're talking late 80s, Eric Metcalf, and then after that, mm-hmm. Josh Cribbs. And I think everybody knows Josh yeah. Cribbs. Um, yeah, that, he, that, that, that fool would be returning some kicks. I miss those days. Um, and that's when it was very violent. So it, it, even with it being less violent and what they did, if they can do something similar so that we can have more opportunities for kickoff returns and bring that excitement back to the game, I think would be phenomenal. And so that's kind of why um, I caught the first couple of weeks and I have not watched no more games since. And why I'll probably catch a couple of weeks of the, the, X, or the USFL comes out this month and see what they have to offer and what ideas they put out there um, and see what the NFL should adapt or adopt and help improve um, in, in aspects that they bring to it. Um, we did. Oh yeah, as I got, we get I things got, wrapped up. Yeah, I Go got ahead. shout out my uh, my boxer and Angel Munoz. He got a fight coming up May twentieth in Charlotte. Just want to let everybody know. Definitely a good guy, a great boxer, up and coming. And uh, if you're in the Charlotte area, please come check it out. Um. We did our final uh, final four. That we did our final four picks. I got both right. You yeah. got both wrong. Yes, you, and, yes, you did. And then, but I did get my overall winner wrong. I, I did go ahead with San Diego uh, State, and UConn ended up winning. Um, some claim to be the most dominant team that they've ever seen. Um, I'm not a big fan of those comments. I, I will say they had a very impressive tournament. They won all the games by double digit. I will say that they were a very dominant tournament team. But when you got a team that is ranked 10th in the season and was only the fourth ranked overall in your bracket, you didn't have the most dominant season. You got in and then you made the best of the opportunity, the most of the opportunity. And 
you clicked on all the cylinders when it came to the tournament. And so I will give them credit that they were probably one of the best tournament teams um, that we've ever got to see, not the best team overall for the season. Um, I, we've seen many other teams that we've seen some Kentucky teams, some Duke teams um, that would have ran laps around this team season-wise. Um, but when it came to this tournament, which really is all that matters. Um, speaking of which, um, and we'll get sidetracked just for a minute. Um, there was some talk today talking about, and Nick Wright put out there that he would, he thinks the NBA would benefit if Golden State loses in the first round. Um, with the, if they go on to win the championship this year, it really validates that the regular season means nothing. Um, that Wiggins missed a couple months uh, due to personal stuff, and, and nobody looks down on him, but the, the whole fact that he has missed a couple months, and then you've got players that have hardly played, um, a lot of it due to injuries, but if you're able to find your way into the playoffs and then win it all, the really, for the most part, the regular season didn't mean much. Um, in his opinion. Now, Colin Cowherd doesn't necessarily feel the same way. Um, I I don't necessarily feel the same way because you still got to win a certain amount of games, so it does mean something. Um, I, I think if you're going to say any regular season doesn't mean much, you might as well talk about college basketball because – you got teams that are barely 500 that make the tournament, and then really the tournament is all a matter. As long as you can win your conference, um, conference tournaments, you can get a bid, or at least win a certain amount of games that you got to get to get in the tournament or the playing game, then you're in. Really, the only thing you need to worry about is winning the tournament. Um, so the regular season really doesn't make that big of a deal. And if you get lucky and you're in a conference, let's say ACC, and UNC's already locked their spot into the tournament. Duke's already locked themselves in the tournament. Nine out of ten times, if they're both locked in with a good seed, they're not going to risk injury in the ACC tournament. So that opens the door for an NC State or a Wake Forest or, you know, anybody else in the ACC to win that tournament, get their bid into the tournament for winning um, their, their conference cha- tournament. And can make a run. So, I mean, at the end of the day, honestly, if any sport regular season doesn't really mean much, I would have to go with college basketball. Um, I, I've never wanted to get into this whole debate because I feel that basketball players do it because they feel entitled, that we play too many games. 82 games is just too much, even though we get paid millions on top of millions of dollars and essentially, for the most part, only play every other day at this point. But as a fan, I think I'm getting to a point that I would like to see less games. And not that I want to see necessarily less basketball, but if there's less games, that means those games are more important. I think it's what makes the NFL and each game so important. There's only 17 games. So those are important games. You you lose three games, you done lost like a third of the – you know, you done lost – well, you lose five games, you done lost a third of the season. So those games mean everything to them. Um, it only takes two losses, and you done lost like eighth of your, your games already. Um, yeah. The NBA, you can lose 30 games and you're still well above 500. Um, 
So as more and more as we watch this and, and we get to a point that we're seeing so many players get rested, where we're watching them conserve and they, they, they talk about this, um, you know, like tonight, odds are LeBron and AD are not going to play because, well, you know, we, we got a play-in spot. So we're, we're kind of guaranteed to at least get an opportunity to play in. And if they're all healthy, they're going to win that play-in play game. It, it is what it is. So if we, minute, we, we shrink the season down, say we go to 60-something games, yes, it's still long, but now that's 20, potentially 20 losses that didn't, they're games that didn't mean so much that, say, you went 10-10, and 10, those 20 games doesn't really change. It, it kind of washes itself. So I, I, I would not have an issue with the, the NBA shrinking down the season more so not because of the players, but more so to make each of the games have a little more value to them. Then maybe we're going to see less resting where we're going to see a less of the, all this stuff and players not caring because now these games will mean a little bit more versus 82 games where you can lose 20 games in a season and you still have a 62 and 20 record. And that's still a phenomenal season. There ain't too many other sports other than baseball. And I think baseball, we can have the same argument, but, could you imagine losing, you know, six games in the in the NFL? Kind of your equivalency to the the twenty or thirty games in the NBA. Um, I couldn't imagine losing that many games. You know, you know what I'm saying? Mm, yeah, for real. I'm going to get things wrapped up. It's already after nine o'clock. It's crazy how quick this hour goes by. Um, like I said, make sure you guys Tuesday nights, eight o'clock right here on the one ten nation sports radio network. You guys catch race chat live for those that are uh, NASCAR fans, racing fans in general. <laughs> you got Taz, Miss Lee, um, Chris and Craig. Um, and, and they've had one of the guys from the, uh, Thursday night show, I'm hoping, I think they're coming back either this month or next month. I can't remember if they come back in April or May. It's when the local tracks really go in full effect down south is when they bring their show back on. Um, the, the Southern Dirt Track Report, and the, that show's normally Thursday nights, 8 o'clock. Make sure you guys check them. Um, follow their fan page, Race Chat Live. Um, that way you guys are in the loop. Like I said, we got a uh, NASCAR pool. We got two groups. There's like 12 or 14 people. I can't remember. Broke up in two groups. I'm sitting like third, just barely out of first. Um, the wife is in a different group. She's in group B in last place. So, <laughs> wife. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, she feels everybody she picks. is She's a curse to them and make them lose. My my favorite driver is Kyle Busch. She hates Kyle Busch. So now she picks Kyle Busch every week because she feels if she's got a curse, she's going to curse Kyle Busch and make him lose. Um, so uh, <laughs> she just can't stand his 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 personality. Um, so, yeah. but make sure you guys check them out as well. Um, looking forward to being in North Carolina this weekend. Looking forward to an opportunity to check out Carolina Sports Plus and Ray for North Carolina. I'm looking forward to uh, actually sitting down and going over some things and talking to Mario. Um, for those that don't know, I've never caught the show before. Um, I used to live in North Carolina. Um, Mario and I um, have been friends 
Um, we have hung out. Uh, we've had many conversations. So I'm looking forward to an opportunity to uh, catch it up this weekend. Uh, Mario, go ahead and let them know where they can uh, find um, Carolina Sports Plus, um, the website, the fan page. Also, and I just liked it, I forgot you did the vending stuff. Um, let them know a little oh, bit yeah, about yeah. that and the fan page. And how's that going? I, I remember seeing pictures about that, but I forgot all about that. Hey, hey, look, Mario and I are a, a lot alike, and I don't know if you realize that. We are both entrepreneurs. We are go-getters. We are hustlers. We will do what we got to do to make that the one to work for ourselves and, and be our be our own bosses, but uh, we work hard and we will do what we got to do to make sure not only that we have success, but our family is taken care of. And uh, mm-hmm. um, this man right here is a, is a go-getter hustler um, and has a lot of great vision and, and a lot of things that he wants to accomplish. Um, let him know how they can find everything. All right, all right. He catches the school location is thirteen eighteen. I was still on business of Rayford. Our website is carolinasportsplus.com. You can catch us on Instagram and Facebook at Carolina Sports Plus. We have a raffle going on. We do gumball vending at Edwards Vending. You can catch that on Facebook at Edwards Vending. We have a shoe raffle. Second Friday of every month, we got we sponsored boxers. His fight is on May 20th. Angel Munoz in Charlotte, North Carolina. Plenty of good stuff going on, so please check us out. Next Wednesday night, we'll be back in yep, the studio. We'll one. be back in the Carolina Sports Plus studio. Looking forward to that. Mari um, and I are going to have a, a conversation. We might. Uh, we might be having a giveaway come uh, here in the next week or two. Uh, yeah. We're, 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 we're going to work out some details and talk about some things, and uh, I might have to buy me a couple of things, and we can uh, give away a few things uh, on some upcoming shows, um, okay. Facebook posts, or whatever the case may be. We'll, we'll work out some details on the while I'm in North Carolina. But we will definitely be here next Wednesday ready to go um, and ready to talk some more sports. I know the sports world will not let us down. I'm sure there will be plenty to go on between now and next Wednesday night. So looking forward to that. Sir, I'm looking forward to uh, sitting down and talking with you. Um, until, until next time. All right.